Reclaim Your Brain podcast. I'm Dr. Liz Rook. I'm a certified life coach and rheumatologist, and I'm here to show you how I combine science, coaching, and psychology to solve stress and worry for me. And now I want to show you how you can do the same to enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create. It's time to stop struggling and have more fun. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. I hope you're having an excellent week so far. I want to talk briefly today about reflections and then about evaluating as a tool for growth and goals, especially as we come to the end of 2021 and move into 2022. This will set us up for 2022 being our best year ever. You are always operating in the arena of your own life. It's the stage where you live, perform, and thrive. Everyone's arena overlaps with others, but ours is ours alone. We get to be the hero of our own story. So 2021 was a big year of growth for me. I stepped more into my true authentic self, which was a huge victory as I had to lay the foundation of this by creating emotional safety to even attempt to do this. This looked like being very honest with myself every single day about where I was giving my power away, blaming other people or situations for how I felt, and where I could take responsibility for the results that I have in my life. And let me tell you, I spent weeks separating out blame and responsibility because for me, that was a big thing. I could take responsibility, but with that, I also took the blame. So if you're anywhere on this journey and you're noticing that you have shame or blame or guilt when you try to do any of this thought work and go deeper into getting to know yourself and growing, please know that you are not alone. I did this work with my work life, with my relationships, and with my coaching business. This type of self-growth and reflection will continue for the rest of my life, but it's like I was a kite that was stuck on a tree branch. I had been flying, but really hanging out in the same place for a long time. And then this year, it was like the gust of wind finally came along that dislodged me. And the wind was me, if you're wondering. And I'm still working on my analogies, but I hope this makes sense, and I think it does. And now I'm actually flying free and high in the sky again, ready to weather the rain, the storms, and bask in the sunshine while my colors and design are proudly displayed for others to see. Even this step was a huge one for me. Showing myself and who I am is just such a big thing. And I want to encourage you to know that you do have a light inside you. And if you haven't been shining it fully because of fear or because you're not sure anyone wants to see it, I want to encourage you that we do want to see it. We want to see you. We want to see all of you because in that you are love and you are beauty. I know this because I hid for years. I would appear and be myself when it was safe to do so amongst friends or if I decided ahead of time that I was going to say or do something and consciously decide to not care what other people thought ahead of time. But even then, I had a lot of passive aggressive tendencies that I now can see were protective and they were also well-defined patterns that I learned growing up and they were just normal to me, even when they weren't helpful, even when they were hurting me. Every time I could see and lovingly examine what was going on, another wall came down. Some of these walls, they were stubborn, they were hard, they were concrete, they still have fragments even today hanging on, but other walls crumbled readily when I focused on them. 
it's been very freeing and I feel so much lighter and open to be able to let my light shine through. As we create our futures, we often use the past as a measurement or framework for how we plan. Our future is always a blank slate. And I wanna offer whether that's tomorrow or next week or next year. Sure, we have plans, but if the last two years haven't taught us anything else, it's that the only certainty in life is that the future is always uncertain. And even this concept that there actually is no certainty can be unnerving, especially for those of us who crave certainty or who want and need a plan to feel safe and secure and grounded. We're all fairly certain that we'll wake up in the morning, that the food in our refrigerator will be edible tomorrow, and that our colleagues will show up for work because this is what usually happens. There are always exceptions. And this is where, when we're not open to change, we can feel stuck, frustrated, or we can struggle. For example, I notice my anxiety goes up at work anytime my clinical schedule changes for the day. My primitive brain has been reassured that as long as we know what's coming, we can handle it, right? So I know my schedule, I know what it looks like, I can kind of mentally plan out my day and I'm good. When there's a change to the schedule, like a patient's added or moved or the time has changed, I feel this sense of uncertainty. And sometimes I feel, ugh, you know, that frustration, like more work, which quickly snowballs into what ifs. And like I said, it triggers frustration, it quickly triggers irritation, but that's all because of the discomfort, because I had the illusion that there was certainty about what was going to happen. When we prepare for any changes, we, when we can accept that uncertainty is going to happen and we can accept that with grace and see with confidence that everything in our future is uncertain, even when we think we know what happens next, life can throw a plot twist at us and we can train our brains to evaluate and seek solutions and be okay with the uncertainty. 2020 and 2021 held a lot of uncertainty. And like I said before, I grew so much through these last two years. It's not been pretty or quiet. There has been a fair amount of ugly crying, temper tantrums, and conflict, especially within myself. And I'm a girl who always shied away from any type of conflict because, of course, the outcome of that is uncertain. And it's been two years of both unintentional discomfort at first, that then progressed to intentionally seeking discomfort in the form of growth. Looking back, I'm really proud of my growth. I'm proud of the work that I've done to lean in and learn even when it was hella uncomfortable. I had to reclaim my brain and find ways to soothe my nervous system to be able to uncover all of the areas where I felt tender and vulnerable to explore them and allow myself the space and safety to grow and change. One of my business mentors, Stacy Bayman, has a fantastic way of evaluating that is simple and can be applied to almost any circumstance. And I wanna share that with you today because in doing these reflections and then I evaluate on a weekly basis, which sometimes I admit I don't always do, but I find on the weeks that I do it, I have so much more appreciation and celebration and growth. And then my focus is much more certain for the coming week or the coming month. I recommend my clients do regular evaluations every month, every week, every year when we're working together on goals. 
because this helps us build the muscle of acknowledging and celebrating the wins that we otherwise tend to downplay and ignore. And we can also use our fails as opportunities to focus forward and know what our next steps are to keep our momentum going. Okay, so here are there are three questions that you wanna ask when you're evaluating. The first question is designed to focus on what worked. So what went well? What happened and what was beneficial? This focuses our mind on finding what progress has been made. It also keeps us from going down a rabbit hole of negativity and sets us up for the second question from a place of more objectivity. So the first question is what went well? The second question is what didn't work? What failed? What could we have improved or done something differently to get a different outcome? So knowledge is power, and the more steps we take towards a goal, the more information we gain to help us ultimately achieve it. When we can see what we tried and where and why it didn't work the way we had hoped, we're applying the scientific method of forming a hypothesis, setting up an experiment, and then evaluating the steps when we reach an intended or unintended result. And then that last question, the third question that sets us up for our next stage of experiments is what will we do differently? What can we change, shift, or reach towards as we move forward? This step is the final step in the evaluation, and it gives us the next step because all we ever really need to know is one next step when we're moving forward. And then when we get there, we'll know that we've reached it and that we can thrive. When we have a goal for our destination, we're setting in motion a path to be successful and fulfilled. So, in reflecting on your 2021, what went well? Where can you celebrate? Where have you grown? Where have you made progress? And for a lot of us, especially as women, this takes a little bit more intentional focus because we tend to focus forward. And I'm gonna talk more about that next week. And we don't tend to give ourselves credit where maybe we should. So sit down this week, or at least in your head, if you're in the car driving, you know, don't try to write stuff down. Ask yourself, what went well? What did I accomplish this year? What worked for me? And then after you have a good list, try to shoot for five to 10 things. Then ask yourself, what didn't work? What did I try that didn't quite hit the mark? Where did it fall short? What could I have done differently, right? So what worked, what didn't work? And then that last question that sets us up for success. What will we do differently moving forward? And you already have the answers because you've likely already found them in your what didn't work. So you know what direction not to go in and maybe which way to turn your head to keep moving forward. All right, y'all. Next week, we're going to talk about setting and smashing goals as we move into 2022. If you're eager to get started on this and you don't want to wait until next week's podcast, I want to encourage you to subscribe to my weekly newsletter to get regular inspiration delivered straight to your inbox. You can find the link for this in the show notes. All right, my friends, happy new year. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening today. If you love what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe and leave a review so we can get the word out. Also, don't be shy and please share this podcast with your family and friends. If you want more inspiration and stress solutions, be sure to check out the link in the show notes to join my email list today. Have a beautiful week, friends, and I'll talk to you next week.